0: Welcome to The Sister Source, where women of color can talk about politics, social issues, and learn how to use our collective power for change. My name is Stephanie Magensi. I am an advocate, disruptor, and your host. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Sister Source, a podcast brought to you by the Women's Equity Center and Action Network, or we On today's show, we will focus on how women of color, specifically Black, Latinx, Asian Pacific Islander, and American Indian, Native American women can practice radical self-care. Our guest today is Nicole Brown, president and CEO of Incredible Lady. Incredible Lady is a social media platform that offers spiritual and uplifting information to help all of us process current events in life. Incredible Lady partners with the American Heart Association to provide encouragement and support to uplift women who feel challenged with sudden lifestyle changes caused by heart disease, among other things. Nicole is a graduate of the University of Maryland's Global Campus and launched Incredible Lady to fill a need for sisters in her circle and beyond. Her complete bio and additional resources will be posted in the show notes on the Weekend website. Nicole, thank you for joining me today on The Sister Source. Hello, Stephanie,
1: and thank you, Sister Source and audience, for having me. It is my pleasure.
0: Let's dive right on in. Tell the audience a little bit more about yourself and why you created Incredible Lady.
1: Well, uh, let's see. I am Nicole Brown, a forever New Yorker, mother, daughter, sister, niece, aunt, cousin, sister, friend, and definitely grateful to be your mentee. Uh, Originally, I started Incredible Lady to create a heart disease awareness conversation with unsuccessful unsuspecting black women like myself and you on the viciousness and this silent killer heart disease is so silent that it can take you out in a matter of seconds.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. So hope- <clears throat> there's so much happening in the world right now. And uh, as a woman of faith, and a business owner interested in improving the health and well-being of sisters what kinds of things right now are happening in the world that are keeping you awake at night
1: oh there's a few things but i agree uh there is a multitude of things happening in the world right now truly egregious uh very disingenuous and very terrible terrible inhumane uh acts of kindness um I praise God and as a woman of faith, my overall life's mission is to be of service. As a woman of color to another woman of color, I will continue to promote heart health information. But right now, my conversation has definitely shifted to uh, my sister's mental health well-being. It's more of an important conversation uh, for what's going on right now in these times. I have to say the level of PTSD that will lay at our precious country's feet by the time this much needed presidential change happens this November is just as unfathomable as this pandemic is going on right now. It's truly heartbreaking.
0: Well, it's interesting that you mentioned both the election and uh, the pandemic, because so much of what is happening, so much of what we're hearing um, across all of the weekend social media channels and feedback that we're getting from our um, monthly, excuse me, weekly emails that we send out on Monday, have a lot to do with um, how we're all being so deeply affected by what's happening in the country. I've heard sisters talking about gaining weight. Um, they're calling it the COVID-19, like yes. the freshman 15. <laughs> yes, um, Sisters are not sleeping. They're increasingly anxious. Um, are you hearing similar things from the incredible lady audience about life during COVID-19?
1: Yes. The incredible lady chatter is, it's going, I, I am seeing the response to a lot of the posts, the inspirational posts that are going up where they feel supported because I mean, we are quarantine eating. We are quarantine crying. We are quarantine praying. We are doing all of that. And what we know as now is completely new, but what we know as what was is now what's going on in this world. And unfortunately, we have to figure out a way to manage separately how to support one another in this un. Um, precedent time as the word I don't like to use because someone likes to use that word all the time, you know, but there are things that we can do um, to help one another. But quarantine eating has definitely been my friend. Uh, right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I've had my share of ice cream and cookies and other uh, sweet snacks to try and take some of the bitterness from some of the things that are happening right now in the world. Yes.
1: Yes, I completely understand. I completely understand. But we make it through. Put, put, put God first, keep praying, and then it will take care of itself.
0: So let's talk about some of the, <clears throat> some of the things that you think um, or some advice you might offer to sisters about how to connect during this time. Like, you know, now we don't have the opportunity to do spa days and happy hours or even walk in the park together for crying out loud. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. kinds of things do you recommend to sisters seeking connection during this time of uh, the pandemic?
1: Well, I will say in all and complete honesty, it's, it's, it's a... Everyone's life has been changed and turned upside down. So now you have to figure out new ways on how to do these things. And we do have vehicles of communication, Zoom and Facebook, um, Face Live, um, Instagram, all of these things, the new TikTok to be able to, you know, stay in contact and help one another. But I will say for me, um, it's, actually carving out the time to do it you have to mm-hmm. actually carve the time out to do it in order to see if it works or not and um one of the things that i do with one of the ladies that is actually uh incredible lady follower we do club quarantine which is the dj d nice from All new right. york so okay. we get there and i get exercise at the same time i'm enjoying myself as well as de-stressing So it's just the effort you put in to make it. So let's say we all said Fridays. I mean, sometimes you may have to switch up a little bit, but if you put in the effort to make a date once a month to make this happen in your schedule, because it's carving me time out, it's not having, uh, making, you know, adjustments, it's just self-love creates self-care.
0: Well, you just mentioned self-care. Um, you've heard the phrase, you may have even said it to me a couple of times, that self-care is not selfish. But it's really hard for sisters to internalize and act on that sentiment. Why do you think it's so hard for sisters, especially women of color, to put their mask on first and take care of themselves?
1: You know, that is... Uh a question that is as I will actually say that's truly a great question and i have a profound statement that someone said to me and that someone actually happened to be my cardiologist he said be selfish and live or cater and die and i truly didn't understand what that meant until i had to learn to say yes i'm a nurturer but i have to realize taking care of me means i do have to say no to you sometimes only because my body doesn't do all of the things that my mind says that it may want to do. And it's not being selfish. It's allowing me to be able to get to the next step in my life. But for, I think for sisters like us, it's a multi it's multifold. It's like, I can get it done faster if I just go ahead and do it myself, mm. you mm-hmm. know, or when uh, the direction you gave out isn't followed, you get the I should have done it myself syndrome anyway, you know, or um, our life happenstance sometimes may require it that you are the only person to be able to make it happen. Or then again, I will also put in there, sometimes we just need to be needed. That. Mm mm-hmm.
0: Need to be needed. Well, wow, you said two things I want to, to circle back to. Okay. What was it the cardiologist said? Be selfish and live or cater and die? Absolutely. Wow.
1: Absolutely. So, <laughs> what was your response when he said that to you? I looked at him and I said, I'm sorry. What does that mean? And he said to me exactly what I said be selfish and live and cater and die. He says, You're trying to do too many things with too many people at the same time and you are not taking care of yourself. And he said, I want you to understand the depth of what I'm saying to you and why I'm saying it this way. He says everything about your heart is weak, the vehicle, the muscle and all. He said, So go ahead, try it. And I looked and I had to come in here and when I say I had to really Pray to God to understand what all of this meant because as my mentor, you know that I had plans and everything has been interrupted. So now I had to figure out how to go back and really live the words that my doctor is saying because if you do not take care of yourself, there's no way that you're going to be able to love yourself to the next happening in your life. So I've learned to say no and sometimes I feel guilty but when I have hindsight on it after a mm-hmm. while having to think about it, I feel better that I said no. So now the next time it becomes just a little bit easier. But when you're a nurturer and you're used to doing these things and you're used to being the one seen being get, getting it done, that, that's a challenge.
0: Because well. now you have to change yourself. And is, is that not the hardest thing to do, starting with self first? Yes. Yes. The other thing that you said that I want to put a pin in is not doing it all, right? Um, you s- give instructions and things just don't work out the way you want, or, you know, you step in and, or you may be the only person in your household to get things done. You're a single mom or, you know, just a hardworking person. Yes. It reminded me of the song from a long time ago, I'm Not Your Superwoman. Yeah, yes, by Karen White. <laughs> I just I heard knew you that, that the other was. was. <laughs> yes. But it, it's so interesting to me that that you talk about that in relationship to self care because. And some of you may be listening to this podcast thinking, what the heck does any of this have to do with me going out to, you know, put pressure on elected officials to change policies and do things, you know, that will help me and my community? It has everything to do with it. Because especially in this time where there's so much coming at us, right? You can't turn on the news, you can't look at your Facebook or Twitter feed and not, at least for me personally, every day, I feel like my breath just gets taken away at the fresh hell that it seems (laughs) to be unleashed. And it feels like I could be doing something every minute of the day. I could be writing somebody. I could be calling somebody. I could be sending emails to somebody. I could be signing petitions online. I could be printing. It's like It's almost too much. Right. Yes. So, you know, in light of all of that, you know, it would be really easy to slip into this superwoman syndrome. And, you know, before we know it, we have to tap out of the fight. And this is, you know, the fight for civil rights, the fight for women's rights, the fight for all of the things that we care about is not a sprint. It is a marathon. And we need as many sisters involved in the fight for as long as possible so yes. I'm, I'm interested in you sharing with our audience, what kinds of things are you going to be offering through Incredible Lady? You shared with me that you're updating the website and rethinking some new tools. Um, what can they expect from you to help them as they try to live into their superwoman <laughs> status, <Yeah. laughs> whether or not they, they want to hand in their cape or not?
1: Uh, I understand. And thank you for that question. I am going to partner with uh, a music director. Well, she's actually no longer in the music industry. She is um, um, ex music industry extraordinaire. Her name is Shanti Doss. And uh, at a young age, her father committed suicide. And though she was an infant, The struggle that she has had with that, the depression and the anxiety that has she has had to live with her and her sister, you know, growing up with that. And then recently her sister uh, passed away the last two years, her sister passed away, but she created this. Phenomenon called Silence the Shame to where she puts out in front mental health wellness is essential and she has literally called on everyone that I know to. Stand up and say that I'm having a problem, that I'm not okay today and be okay with saying it and like you investigating what are things that she could share with other people that will allow them to be able to release some of this anxiety so they don't end up unfortunately like hearing stories of a Tamar Braxton having, Mm -hmm. going to the hospital for whatever the reason, no one really knows, but it's something for her family to actually get online and request prayers. You know, there had to be something going on, you know, or, you know, um, the, the, the anxiety that's coming with um, the change with having to see the uh, correctional institutions going through what they're going through, you mm-hmm. know, and the all of the Black Lives Matters with the police and all, it's just so inundating. But I'm going to partner with her to be able to give tools to others to be able to just talk. Sometimes talk yourself off of the ledge. Sometimes you have, you're that only person to do that. And I've been in that place many times. And sometimes your head is spinning and it's like, oh my God, is this really happening? But you have to step out of yourself to talk yourself off that
0: ledge. Well, it's so interesting. You talk about uh, talking ourselves off the ledge. Every episode of the sister source will take a pause to share a piece of data or you know some fact that more often than not will probably lift the veil and be really shocking um to some folks so we'll, we we're calling the segment so now you know and it's a great. great the comment that you just made is a great segue into what i'd like to share for this segment of so now you know And it starts with James Baldwin said to be black in America is to be in a constant state of rage. If he were alive today, I'm thinking he might amend that to say to be awake and human (laughs) in America (laughs) is probably to be in a constant state of rage. July is National Minority Mental Health Month. And the bad news is, as sisters, we are not well. Even before the COVID-19 pandemic, sisters were challenged by depression, anxiety, and toxic levels of stress. And it's trickling down to our families and in our communities. And I just want to share a couple of data points and then, uh, Nicole, get your reaction to them. Okay. 56%. There's been a 56% increase among adolescent girls of color since 2009. In 2017, suicide was the leading cause of death for African, excuse me, for American Indian and Alaska Natives between the ages of 10 and 34 and for Hispanics between the ages of 15 to 34. So young people are committing suicide. Among Southeast Asian refugees, they are at high risk for PTSD associated with the trauma they experienced before and after immigration to the U.S. The story is not even being captured as to the trauma that's being uh, reaped upon the children and families who've been separated and are still incarcerated at, at the border. Poverty affects mental health, and for African Americans living below the poverty level, they are twice as likely to report psychological distress than African-Americans who are not and those who are poor but not African-American. I found this, these data to be alarming And and in the show notes, we'll provide some resources that can help you if you are experiencing these kinds of things personally or if you know someone in your lifetime or in your circle, you can refer them to them. So now that you know that we are challenged um being being a person of color in the United States is damaging, you know, to our mental health and self-care is so important. Coming back to you Nicole, what do you think, you know, how can we how can we turn the tide on this and are there any resources, books, websites, exercises, anything that you could recommend for our listeners who may be experiencing some of the things I just mentioned?
1: Well, first the numbers are, you, you see, it has me stuttering. These numbers mm-hmm. are truly unbelievable to see that this is happening. What does a child at the age of 10 know about stress and uh PTSD or having mm-hmm. it, but believe it or not, in a lot of other countries, they, uh, experience, you know, uh, unkind things. So when I hear this, it's, it's just like, I really want to scream to the top of my lungs and pray about it. Of course, that that would be my first instinct, but definitely reach out to the millennials, They are Mm -hmm. key to what's going on for the future. They will listen to us because they think that we have wisdom, but sometimes our means is not their way. So they may shy away, but we have to get the children to understand that there's no secrets. There are no, you don't have to hide. If somebody is bothering you, please say something, you know, um, get them to not be afraid to speak up and this is why i think that silence the shame associating incredible lady inside with silence the shame um is so important because it opens up other avenues for right, right. the audience to see that someone may not other you know otherwise see um it broadens the conversation that we in this country truly need help this nation, as I said the p t s d level by the time November gets here and we change presidents, oh, my goodness uh, it we need a lot of help, and mm-hmm. again, starting out with reaching out um um now we have to figure out a way to be creative to reach out zoom wise or another t- technical technology way because there is, there are no, um, no face-to-face meetings and things of that nature right. with such large crowds. And I wouldn't want to put myself in danger. So I definitely don't want anyone else to be in danger, but do seek silencetheshame.com, uh, help me org are a few websites that I have done a little research on. Um, Great. uh, But just reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out. And that's the conversation that we need to have because on a lot of social of my social media feeds for whatever the reason, these young children and there are a lot of African-American children that are taking their lives because they're being bullied in one fam one you know one form or fashion but afraid to say what's going on but other people are aware.
0: Absolutely. That's another well, part of the problem. And that isolation or feeling isolated. Um yes and, and not having um sometimes I would say Nikki the strength to even reach out. Um is is an incredible uh, burden and challenge to bear. Yes. I want to close, though, on a high note. So we began with you sharing some things that, keeping, that are keeping you awake at night, all of the drama that's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Let's end today with one thing that gives you hope.
1: Uh, one word, love. I love, love. Love cancels out hate. Love cancels out darkness. You just have to figure out how to get there. Um, You have to figure out how to find your thing that's going to allow you some sort of peace, you know, you know, you know me, I, 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 I'm a hallmark person and it brings me joy. Uh, sometimes just though, even though it's not always real, you know, story, it brings me joy to watch sometimes just the, the endings, you know, I live in, like, I like to tell people I live in hallmark Hallmarkville town on Hallmark Lane between Peace and Joy Road across the street from Love is the Key to My Heart Boulevard. (laughs) You know, I tell you, you have to sometimes be your own source of joy to reach out to get help from someone.
0: Well, I like that. You were certainly challenging, channeling, excuse me, channeling. Uh, Congressman John Lewis, he talked a lot about uh, love being the key and that love can overcome uh, the hate. And in our quest and in our fight for freedom and for justice and for all of the things that will improve uh, communities uh, that women of color live in and life for ourselves, um, we'd like to center that thought and let that be the last word on this particular episode. So Sisters, there you have it. Uh, we begin with uh, fear and concern, and we end it with love, and we hope that you will do the same. Thank you very much, Nicole, from uh, Incredible Lady for joining us today. Thank you
1: very much, Stephanie and Sister Sauce. And we can, I thank you for having me. It was, It is my pleasure, and I look forward to our next interlude.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Blessings. Bye-bye.